Get Involved Referee is brought to you by Pressbox PR. Pressbox PR puts your brand on the map. From a chat over a pint to the headline of a website, Pressbox PR takes your brand and gives it the recognition that it deserves. With a proven track record with multiple clients, you'll be able to see your press go beyond the box with Pressbox PR. Check out pressboxpr.co.uk for more information. Welcome to Get Involved Referee with your stand-in host, David McDonald. Lindsay Heron is at Ibrox tonight reporting on the game, so you do have me as your stand-in. Gentlemen, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very well, thank you. Excellent. Listen, a, a very fiery encounter at Ibrox tonight, albeit there was only three yellows to PSV and one yellow to Rangers. I think the Italian referee seemed to handle the game pretty well. What's your thoughts on that, Des? I thought he'd done very well. Um, I think he was very consistent. Over the whole game, I think he had a a very good manner and presence on the game. I think that was it, it was seen by everyone in the crowd. It was seen by everyone on television. But more importantly, it was seen by the players because he seemed to get very very little adverse reaction to anything that they that that, that he decided whether it was pro Rangers or anti Rangers. Um, he went about his business in a very efficient manner. Uh, there's maybe a couple of talking points we can discuss, but. When you're walking into a, a white hot atmosphere that Ibrox is on a on a European night, especially in a game that is worth so much money to both teams, they have to put in a a highly experienced, highly professional and highly efficient referee. And I thought he carried out those duties to the requitable standard. Steve, there was one major talking point of the evening and no doubt everybody will be talking about it. It came in around about the 13-minute mark. There was a ball played in. Golson headed the ball, but it seemed to come off Jordan Tez's arm. I think the whole stadium held its breath for that split second, expecting the referee to give a penalty. And then the lifeline was potentially maybe VAR was going to look at it, but neither happened. Steve, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think just to come in from what Des was saying, I think overall, that even that incident spoke. It was testament to how highly regarded that the the ref was by everybody involved, um, all all the players, because there was no great dissent to it. But it was a penalty. Um, I don't think there was any doubt whatsoever. Tezzy's arm was in a completely unnatural position. There was absolutely no reason to be jumping um, in in that manner for for a ball coming into the into the the area. Uh, the ball came off his arm. It was unnatural. He was making himself big. What a stupid thing to do, in my opinion, for a, a ball coming into the, the area. It was a clear penalty. and there's, there's no way around it. VAR was there, and I've got absolutely no doubt that VAR looked at it. It's incumbent on them. It's, it's part of their duties. So presumably, VAR looked at it and either agreed with them or didn't think that it was a clear and obvious uh, error. So just let it let it go with the, the referee's call. Um, I think you got that one wrong. Des, you've had a look at it as well. Uh, you've also had a look at the rules. Was it a correct call by the referee and VAR, or do you agree with Steve that it was a out and out penalty? Personally, I think it was a it was an error. I think he sold the decision. VAR has looked at it. Now we don't know who the the VAR in charge at that moment in time was, and maybe he was backing up the referee's decision. But the law does state, and I know a lot of people are saying that the laws change, the laws change. The law has changed, but there are certain elements that do not change. And what it says is. A player is considered to have made their body unnaturally bigger when the position of their hand slash arm 
is not a consequence of the just a consequence or justifiable by the player's body movement for that specific situation. So when that ball's fired in, why is his arm three feet higher than Connor Golton's head? Now I know you use your arms for leverage, but to put your arm in that position, and it had to be Connor Golton who obviously was was penalised the other week there with the penalty given against him. But when when the PSV defender is is taking that gamble. It just should not be there. You, we all know the what the laws are, but the, the bit that it says there is considered to make their body unnaturally bigger when the position of the hand or arm is not a consequence or justifiable by the player's body movement for that specific situation. And in that specific situation, it's not justifiable. Therefore, in my opinion, it should be a penalty kick. Also, VAR is supposed to eliminate these incidents within games. Now Rangers go into an away leg with a 2-2 draw, which from the looks of the game tonight, they could struggle over there. They really have to up their game, you know, to potentially get that Champions League spot. That decision could potentially cost them £40 million, Steve. How tragic would that be if that was the case? There's another decision that we'll maybe touch on uh, after this that maybe evens things up, but we've never said that VAR is a, a cure-all. It's not a panacea. And the, the whole thing with, with VAR is that it's uh, opinions going by what they've decided they've because uh, the ref has decided it's not a penalty VAR has clearly decided it's not a penalty our opinion's different but I would be if it came down to you know even even you know something as close as that over there and they, they miss out on something minute and it boiled down to a decision like this of course you'd be absolutely spitting mad we'll, we'll talk about something else that maybe evens it out for them well, I wasn't even talking about this. I was just saying, what about the what about the goalkeeper having an absolute nuke and throwing throwing one in? So they they got lucky. Rangers got lucky on that one. But I would rather games are decided by players' skill and error. That's how it should be done. It shouldn't be done because of a, a refereeing error. But yeah, I know what you're. I know what we're going to come on to. Another incident, I think it was Kolach, where he lashed out at one of the PSV players. PSV player went down, holding the back of his head. Albeit it didn't look like it was much in it, but his hands were raised. He did strike the back of his head. The referee took no action. VAR never took any action. Des, what do you think about that incident? Was he lucky to stay in the pitch? Quite frankly, yes. He's made a he's made a striking motion. Now we talk about, or within the laws of the game, you talk about dangerous play endangering the safety of an opponent, but you also talk about serious foul play and violent conduct. Now I don't know in anywhere in, in life if you throw your arm out and make connection with somebody in the back of the head. Is that you making a, a play for the ball? I, I know the two guys, they'd been, they'd been at it all night, the two players, they'd been pushing and pulling. Kolak has done tremendous since he arrived, four goals in his last four games, but he's taken a hell of a gamble if he's thrown his arm out in that play. And it doesn't matter if he strikes or attempts to strike. He's struck an opponent and he's, attempt, he's attempted to strike an opponent and he has struck an opponent. So he's taken an almighty gamble. And particularly with it being a Champions League game, VAR and the amount of television coverage on it, I think he can consider himself a, a very lucky boy at this moment in time. Are these things ever looked after the game, Steve? Is it something that happens in Champions League football where an incident might be looked at again? Or is that the incident now forgotten about because the referee's not dealt with it and VARS felt that there was nothing to really concern themselves about. Is that something that can be looked at in the next couple of days? Game-wise, that's it over and done with. Um, the ref's seen it, VARS looked at it, they've decided there's nothing in, it, uh, nothing in it. So there'll be no retrospective action taken against them, but they will review that and um, 
Des and I know when when you're in the European games, you your observer will come in and you'll be looking at videos of it tonight, um, and they'll be looking at that um, over you know some time, uh, depending on on how many incidents. So that will individually be looked at um, by between the the ref team and the observer. And if the uh, observer disagrees, and it doesn't matter about VAR, nowhere in the the laws does, does it say an observer agrees with it. If the observer disagrees with the ref and disagrees uh, disagrees with VAR, he'll let the team know. So there, there could still be consequences, but you know, personal consequences for the team over things like that. But disciplinary wise, that that's the incident done and dusted. Listen, guys, thank you very much for your time this evening on Get Involved Referee. We will no doubt be back next time when Rangers face PSV, and hopefully we're not talking about too many major incidents that have a, a detrimental outcome of the game. Guys, thanks very much. No problem. Cheers. Oh, cheers.